episode 31, writing a book and interviews. Before we jump in, if you are into instrument assisted soft tissue manipulation, I got two different products that I like, Hawk Grips and Edge. So you can go to a doctorsperspective.net slash Hawk Grips or slash Edge and you can get 10% off of your orders which is pretty awesome. And if you don't remember, just go to the resources page on the website and you'll be able to find those things real easily. Today's show is with Tim Ferriss, 305, Daniel Pink. He's the author of amazing books. I mean, you know, always long episodes. So I just took the highlights, which, you know, obviously are a good bit, but uh, mostly about, like I said, interviewing and, and writing books, finding what you should and shouldn't do. So here's some of the highlights. When working his books, he reads them out loud, and he also has somebody else read them out loud because he can hear what sounds bad. Now, that's a labor of love. I don't know if you've ever done it, you know, for like a short paragraph or two. I know I have. It's like you read it, you're like, ah, oh, that sounds really dumb. Okay, I need to reword it. And this is just what he does for his entire book several times and his wife. Like, she's awesome. And a speech, if you're writing something for a speech, the difference is because he was a speechwriter for a while. You can see the crowd's reaction and then just make changes for the next time. Because he was a political writer. Another thing, this could be good for doctors, is motivational interviewing. You can ask, from 1 to 10, why don't you want to do XYZ activity? So it's framing a negative into like a positive. Because you don't want to do it. Or you think you should do it, but you haven't done it. So you're procrastinating. So why don't you want to do it? What's your number? 10 being the, the best, I'm going to do it tomorrow. 1 being, it's not going to happen. So if they reply with a 3, then your follow-up question is, well, then why didn't you rank it lower? And it makes them think, huh? It triggers their own autonomous, intrinsic motivation. Now they can be more likely to do it. So you can ask your patients, you know, are you wanting to get the veneers? Are you wanting to get eye surgery? What would it benefit you with? You know, why, why would you hesitate? And how likely are you to do it? You're like, ah, maybe like a three or a four. You're like, okay, well, why didn't you make it lower? You're like, well, and then they start giving you reasons, you know, and it gets them motivated. Uh, being completely in control of others is not a good motivator. Because you're either going to comply with it and get blah, or you're going to defy it and it's not going to get done. So there's a movement these days where like standardized test scores aren't as important as they used to be. It ain't there yet. But so the left brain is going to in charge of that. But the right brain is becoming more important because it brings new and higher thought. And that I heard is what big companies are looking for. Yeah, you got to know the left brain, the, the algorithms, but how do you apply it into something that's not even a, an issue yet? When writing a book, doing a podcast, try to use an outline. There's just something to have in structure and shape that are important. Now, it could be a two-page outline, just hitting the highlights. But it's enough to where you can know that you're on track. Especially like on a podcast, if you do a solo episode, you know there's a next point, here's the next point, here's the next point. I got notes right here to, to read through. Uh, one thing that he found in his new book, Win, is uh, cognitive ability does vary throughout the day. So you can put on more hours if you want, but you're still going to have ebbs and flows throughout the day. Typically, morning is better than right after lunch. Uh, in fact, there was a 20% shift in structured exams from students, from those who took it in the morning versus in the afternoon. 20%, like that's huge when you're talking about trying to get into college. And here are some takeaways from both Tim and Daniel when you're going to write a book. When you do writing, it's not when you have ideas ready, but you write to get your ideas ready. You write to figure out what's in your head. You know, it's all up in there. It's kind of here. It's kind of there. I can tell you that you, you start writing it down and then it gets more clear and it gets more clear. It's pretty cool. And also, if you have a whole bunch of ideas and you always jot them down in like one note or on a piece of paper and you start noticing like, oh, I got a lot of stuff on this topic. Put that, make that its own folder. Then one day go through it. Say, hey, let me, let me start writing. Let me try to put some thought behind this, some research, figure it out. And you might find out, like, hey, it's a really good article. And it's a 20-page article. Maybe I can get that published somewhere. But it's not a book. 
I mean, they said, a book's a marriage, right? An article is just, you're just dating for a while. And they, they were talking about like some people write a really amazing article, gets published in a national magazine and they get a book deal out of it. And then it's like, yeah, that really wasn't enough for a book. And it kind of waters them down a little bit. And one thing they also mentioned, when you're looking at investing your time or money into a new project, whether it's a tech project, whether it's you want to buy a piece of equipment that's like 80 grand and you're not sure if you're going to be able to, oh man, I can't market it enough. Am I going to get enough people on board? I got to charge three times my normal price for this for them to use it. Oh, I don't know if I can do it. The point is this. Can you write the final press release before you even get started? So before you, you know, do all this different stuff, could you write a press release saying what it is, the summary, how it's awesome, who's it for, and all of that before you even get started? And if you can't, then you're not there yet in your um, higher thinking. And then Tim said he, uh, he gets invited to review sites like all the time, you know, tech startups and things. And he goes, look, if only a thousand people signed up, what exactly are their demographics? The activities, do they like, et cetera? Because he's like, I can read it as Tim. But if you're looking for single females at 30 to 38 years old who are minority, that's a very different state of mind that you're trying to put yourself in to review a site, right? And last thing, we're going to have failures. You're going to have disappointments. You know, you're going to write a book that's not good. You're going to buy a piece of equipment that wasn't good. You're not going to get everybody better. But anyway, when you have these, write down the lessons learned. Now, there's a whole lot you can go into that about, you know, are you even trying to get lessons learned? Uh, I know, like when I was going through my divorce, um, I joined a, it was a book called Rebuilding by uh, Fisher. And they have all these group classes. And you can get in there and it's like 30 hours of people you don't know and all going through like a divorce. And you share about a bunch of stuff. You work through the book and you got the homework and all this. And it really forces you to process all the different stages that you're going to go through, uh, you know, grief, anger, you know, all the other ones that are there. <laughs> There's lots of different ones. It's like 10 weeks. So um, if you don't do that, what are you going to learn from it? Oh, I hate my wife. Rah. She's the reason why we're divorced. Rah. Okay. Well, what did you, what was your contribution to the divorce? What was your contribution to this issue? And uh, anyway, so the point is write down the lessons learned. You might discover some things about yourself that you're like, yeah, I need to change that. And I see it play out in other scenarios too. And that's not good. It affects other areas of my life. And then you can work on reading books, going to counseling, different things to try to fix that. So there you have it. As always, refer a friend, tell a friend, tag us on social media. And if you have any ideas of topics that I should do, please let me know. We just went hashtag behind the curtain.